Welcome to another edition of Cool Facts on the Human Upgrade. If you like these short hits of cool facts, go to daveasprey.com and tell me what I should include next time. This cool fact is about a gene that can interfere with the way your brain links memories. You might have noticed that when one memory pops up, your brain will automatically bring up others right afterwards that are related to it. And that's due to a specific mechanism in your brain called memory linking. It's the way your brain organizes information and assists with recall. If you've wondered why I know all the weird stuff I know about biohacking, it's because my memory linking works pretty well, probably from stress conditioning as a teacher years ago. But when memory linking fails, it's more challenging to remember things. This affects people with dementia in particular. So UCLA researchers discovered a critical molecular mechanism that's behind your memory linking, well, at least if you're a mouse, that is, and it's called the CCR5 receptor. Yes, humans have that as well. When the CCR5 receptor expresses on cells, it inhibits memory linking. We know a lot about CCR5 because it's also a cellular receptor that HIV likes to hitch a ride on in order to infect brain cells and cause memory loss. The UCLA researchers found that when they upregulated CCR5 in mice, it increased memory loss, but when they inhibited CCR5, the mice could link memories that typical mice wouldn't be able to. What does this mean for you? Well, Researchers are already looking to see if Maraviroc could be an early intervention for dementia, but biohackers are now looking at it to see if maybe it's a way to increase memory linking for super learning. Time will tell. This cool fact is about how your brain stores fearful memories. And it's kind of unfair that when you have a really scary experience, it'll stick with you, but good times easily slip away. Of course, it makes sense. As a survival mechanism, remembering scary stuff might make you live longer, but no one really understood how your brain decides to burn in those memories. Now, neuroscientists at Tulane University found the mechanism that originates in the brain's emotional hub, which is called your amygdala. This is how it works, at least how we think it works now based on the research. When you experience a frightening event, your stress neurotransmitter norepinephrine begins to fire off and it stimulates a population of inhibitory neurons in your amygdala, which generate a repetitive bursting pattern of electricity, which you can pick up on an EEG. That bursting pattern of electrical activity changes the frequency of brainwave oscillation inside the amygdala, which creates a state of arousal that helps memories, or in this case, fearful memories. What does it mean for you? Well, if there's a way to stimulate adrenaline or norepinephrine, which may be intense exercise, any sort of adrenal experience, after you're learning something, you could use this mechanism to learn better than before. There also could be some implications for how we get PTSD and what you could do about it. Time will tell on that one, but in the meantime, if you study something or learn something really interesting, do something slightly frightening or at least stimulating adrenaline and maybe you'll learn better. I've been using infrared saunas for more than 20 years now. At first, it was because I had mold and heavy metals and I needed to detox. And now I use it because it improves my mitochondrial function. The infrared sauna that I've used for years now is called Sunlighten. And the reason I use Sunlighten is that there are some big benefits to the specific kind of heat exposure that they offer. 
It increases levels of BDNF, which is brain-derived nootropic factor. I wrote a whole book about this, and that's what gives you the neuroplasticity of a young person. My Sun Light and Sauna also makes infrared that improves insulin sensitivity. It burns extra calories like I was exercising, and it even improves heart rate variability and sleep. New research shows that it even increases autophagy, which is the signaling part of your body that replaces old weak cells with young strong ones. That's why you really should consider doing any kind of heat exposure work, but in particular, look at Sunlighten. Go to sunlighten.com slash Dave and you can save up to 600 bucks on your purchase. This is an investment that lasts for a long time. This cool fact is about a superpower to learn language faster like you'd find in science fiction. It's a device that stimulates your vagus nerve to help you learn a new language. Your vagus nerve is the longest nerve in your body and it's responsible for your fight or flight response or your rest and reset response. And understanding that different parts of the vagus nerve do different things in your body has been a breakthrough in medical science. And that's driven an uptick in vagus nerve stimulation And researchers in universities are doing this. Even some consumer products now can stimulate your vagus nerve. And until now, the highest standard for stimulating your vagus nerve was surgery that implanted electrodes so that they directly contacted the vagus nerve in your neck. Now, if you're dying of seizures or something, that's worth it. But there's kind of risk to having stuff stuck to your nervous system that's electrical, right? Now, scientists at UC San Francisco developed an earbud-like electrode that can directly stimulate the vagus nerve with no surgical equipment necessary. The researchers targeted the vagus nerve because they wanted the study participants to be able to learn a new language. And they did it by stimulating their nerves at various times while the participants performed a task that required them to identify sounds in Mandarin Chinese. Participants who got the nerve stimulation were 13% better on average at classifying tones in Mandarin, and they achieved peak Mandarin performance twice as quickly as people who wore the device but didn't receive the stimulation. Now, if you've ever tried hearing the difference in Mandarin between O, O, and O, well, I can't hear it, which is why I can't say it, but apparently there's three ways of saying the word O. That's because I didn't hear Mandarin when I was a child. So for me to learn it, I think I would stimulate my vagal nerve inside my left ear canal with one of these devices or something similar. So if you're looking to learn language, specifically to learn how to hear new sounds, your vagal nerve may be your way to get an A on that language test. This cool fact is about how a heating up planet impacts your sleep quality. You've probably already heard that getting enough high quality sleep is important if you want your immune system to work, you want your brain to work, you don't want to have heart attacks, don't want to be fat, and all the other stuff like that. But lots of research now supports the idea that a room temperature between 60 and 67 degrees Fahrenheit is going to give you the most restful deep sleep. And that's going to be a little bit harder to do because ambient temperatures are rising around the world. And one of the side effects of global warming is likely to be people getting lower quality sleep, which means having more disease and probably acting more like jerks towards each other. Researchers at the University of Copenhagen in Denmark looked at that potential. And they quantified the risk of sleep reduction by measuring meteorological data in 68 countries and comparing it against sleep tracker data of almost 50,000 people. 
you couldn't do this five or 10 years ago, guys. This is really cool stuff. And what they confirmed is that warmer temperatures do actually cause sleep deprivation. And they found that specific populations are more at risk than others. Basically, elderly, residents of lower income countries, women, and people already living in hotter climates are gonna have the most significant impact in sleep quality as temperatures rise. What does this mean for you? Well, it means if you would like people in hotter parts of the world to sleep better, you need to go out and eat grass-fed meat right now, and you need to take that fake meat crap that is contributing to global warming and throw it back in the faces of people who are trying to make you eat it. We need to build soil. We need to do it quickly. And soil comes from animal poop. You might also try products that chill your mattress instead of chilling the air if you live in a hotter part of the world because it's a lot more energy efficient to sleep on a cool blanket than it is to sleep in a box of cold air. This cool fact is about a new theory for how and why we age. A research team from the UK's Wellcome Sanger Institute figured out the new theory, and it's based on alterations in the production of blood cells. What they did is they looked at bone marrow stem cells from 10 people, ranging in age from newborn to elderly. And they sequenced the whole genome of more than 3,000 stem cells. They found all the genetic mutations in each cell, and they constructed family trees of each person's blood stem cells, which show how those blood cells change throughout the human lifespan. And they found that the family tree of blood stem cells changes dramatically after you hit age 70. And for context, normally blood cells in adults 65 and younger come from about 20,000 to 200,000 core stem cells. But adults 70 and older have only 10 or 20 stem cell clones contributing the majority of blood production. In other words, you lost a lot of stem cells. And if you read my book on aging called Superhuman, I talk about cell loss is one of the seven major causes of aging. This new study definitely supports that. What the researchers found is that when some stem cells mutate, they start to expand across your lifespan. And it's a big problem because the mutated cells outpace the production of healthier cells and they don't work as well. So you start out with a whole bunch of cells and they work pretty well. And over time, the ones that don't work very well, the lazy stem cells in your bone marrow that make your blood, they just keep getting bigger and bigger and lazier and lazier, and they push out the healthy cells. What does this mean for you? Well, probably that stem cell therapies are going to be pretty good for you. And also that we're likely to hack our problems with bone marrow. And in the future, we may even have bone marrow transplants or synthetic bone marrow. And if that sounds totally weird and crazy to you, I've had my bone marrow taken out twice, including when I'm awake. It is not the scary, painful end of the world procedure people make it out to be. It's not very comfortable either, but it's a lot better than most other medical procedures. So I'm absolutely looking forward to hacking my bone marrow, and I hope you are too. The Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products.
Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.